What's up? You're listening to the Prayer Plug Podcast with your host, Jamika Carter, the Chief Encouragement Officer of Prayer Plug. Over here, you can expect to get prayed up and plugged in because we stand firm on getting lit for the Lord. For more encouragement, for more content, for more videos, for more prayers, download the Prayer Plug mobile app available in every app store. Now let's get plugged in. I know we all have things going on, so I had to make sure I made 31 days of prayer, getting lit for the Lord, available to all of our plugged in family. Y'all, this is originally recorded on this new audio app called Clubhouse. So any of the terminology or the transitions is all due to the fact that I'm recording this while I'm having a live conversation with a good gang of our prayer warriors in the prayer plug family. So listen in, get prayed up. If you have your pocket prayers, you can follow along with this. And if you don't have your pocket prayers, Run over to prayerplug.com and get yours. We have a digital version available and we have the physical product that you can get. There's a promo code on the mobile app and there's also a praise plan for this lituation that you can download from the Prayer Plug mobile app. Simply go to the mobile app Prayer Plug on your phone or download it at any app store and you can just tap into the app, click on Prayer Room, and you'll see the button to download your lituation praise plan. Now let's get plugged in. Today's scripture is Deuteronomy chapter three, chapter 31, excuse me, verse eight. So Deuteronomy 31 and eight, and it reads, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or abandon you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Child, that is the Lord's word. Can we get an amen, 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 amen? And even me reading that, I'm over here side eyeing Jesus. I think he on my right side right now because that's the way I'm looking. And I'm like, you know what, God? You wrote me this promise. And I know you are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. You are the light in the darkness, but it's real dark right now. I don't know which way to go and what to do. And so th- th- this is one of the scriptures that I'm like, honestly, y'all, I feel like I'm not living it, but I have to make a choice to believe it. And that is going to be something that many of us are faced with every single day because the enemy will strategically use things he knows you care about to try to trigger you. But the God we serve has already told us straight up, he's gone before us. So you don't have to be mad at God when things are not going your way. You don't have to be mad at yourself or your or your boo or your kids or your friends when things are not going your way because God has already gone before you and he knows that that thing that's not going your way is strategically being used to position you in a place that one, number one, keeps you at the feet of Jesus. Y'all know I'm all, like almost every night I bring that up, (laughs) how we are to remain at the feet of Jesus. And it's not because we are inadequate of doing anything on our own, but it is because God has qualified us to do certain things that require him as the qualifier to get through it. And that's just what it is, point blank, period. And so he has allowed things. The enemy don't have no power when, when it comes to God. So God has allowed things to happen only because he's working it out for your good. He is with you right where you are. 
right where you are. You do not have to be sad, upset, blown, irked, popping off, letting them know how you feel when situations are not going a way that you are just blown about for real. What you need to do though, is be mad at the right person and be mad at the enemy because he is the one that is tormenting the situation. He is the one that is ticking off people that is in chain reaction, ticking you off. He is the one that is trying to act like he got enough power to hold back any, any to hold back any blessings God has for you. God has not failed us. God has not abandoned us. God is using everything to work it out for your good. Right where you are is necessary for your story. I can believe <laughs> that probably in like a year from now, maybe 10 years, I don't know how everybody's memory set up, but there will come a time in our future where we won't even remember so many of these days where we were tripping about things that are so temporary. I know for me, for lunch, y'all, I was craving, like for real, I was craving steak and scallops. And I really was a little irked that we didn't have steak and scallops. And not only that, we were not in a position today to go get the steak and scallops. But guess what? Guess what? It seemed petty, but I'm just letting y'all know how like these small things can be used. And there's so much more going on in my life right now. And that seems so petty. But it was just one thing added to my list of things that I have been keeping track of that seems so far out of reach. And it's, that situation will not even be a thought probably tomorrow, the thing that I was frustrated about. And so I want to encourage all of us to really get a big picture perspective when things are troubling us, even down to the amount of sleep we are getting. If you feel like you have to sacrifice your sleep for anything other than your time with God, me and Bible study, prayer time, worship, getting on a prayer call, you know, like whatever you consider your time with God, if you're sacrifice, if you're sacrificing sleep for anything that is not in that bubble of things that includes, oh, this is for God. The God that we serve will let you know if he has you to sacrifice sleep. I don't even know where this is coming from, but I just feel like somebody in this room has literally been driving them themselves crazy, not sleeping over a task getting done over a deadline, over what you think you need to put in because everybody feeds us this hustle mentality nonstop. So we neglect eating well, working out, quality time with people we love and sleep that is so necessary for recovery which each day for each day. God does not have you to wear yourself to the bone. He don't want you raggedy for riches. <laughs> okay. And that's just what it is. If you're going to be raggedy, let it be for righteousness. <laughs> and he ain't going to have you out here raggedy for righteousness. He ain't that type of God. Time with him will replenish you in ways that nothing of this earth could ever replenish you. So I had to ask myself, and this is act like actually the question of the day on our um, pocket prayers is what don't I believe God will do for me? Yeah, I'm still here, y'all. I had to get silent because I'm like, check yourself. Check yourself. One thing I will never do, y'all will never have to worry about, is me coming up in here acting like I have this boatload of faith for everything I'm asking God for. I tell y'all, sometimes it's really a mustard seed of faith. But how good is God that a mustard seed is all he ever required? Have y'all ever seen a mustard seed? I, prom I promise you, unless somebody pointed it out to you, you wouldn't see it. So you want to know what I have to do when I'm activating my mustard seed of faith in situations and circumstance where there are things that are brought to me and to my desire and to my vision that I'm like, how in the world that's going to happen? I have to say it out loud. 
and I don't just put my name on it. I say it with a scripture because I'm like, look, if I put your promise on it, <laughs> you are a God that will not renege on your word. And so that's a strategy I want to give each person in this room that's struggling with their faith right now. If you feel like I'm asking for some things and in my own power, I don't know. First of all, that's a good thing. You shouldn't have a desire that you can do in your own power because why in the world? Would you need Jesus if you could do it by yourself? I'm talking about the people that have desires that are beyond their personal capacity. You can't make sense of how, but you have a fire inside of you that sees it, that believes it, that can feel it, can even close your eyes and envision it. But those steps, you know, like when you think of like pebbles that lead somebody to a path, I know in cartoons, they always do that, like to, to like to retrace their steps. Like, I know for me, a lot of my visions, I ain't got them pebbles. I just see me now and see me then. And I'm like, now what in the world won't happen in between? But I tell you, activating God's word, putting his promise on it, it just, it's just enough just to see me to the next breath, just so I'm not letting it tear me down because another strategy of the enemy, and I'm hipping y'all the things that I am learning just through my season of continual sacrifice and just really like death to my flesh every day and really saying for your glory, for your power, for your promises, it's worth it all it costs, God. If I can't be comfortable, it's worth what it costs. What I have to do and remind myself is the enemy will try to overwhelm me with the desires that I have so that I feel like if I don't do it in my own power, it won't happen. And so for those of us that have made plans and put a date on it, just because it doesn't happen by the date does not mean God does not have it in his plans for you. Y'all know last night, the scripture was Proverbs 16 and 9 which read the mind of a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. So that means that the big vision, the revelation God has given you, it's yours, but guess what's his? The process and the path you got to take to get there. That's in his hands. And because he is a God of Romans 8, 28, that says all things works, work out for your good. There are people that are attached to you in your bloodline that haven't even been born yet. People that have walked before you, maybe your mother needs to be delivered from a certain bondage and he's using how he's working through your life to deliver her, to bring him back to the father. You don't know who God has assigned you on your walk, that he wants his glory to be made known through your heart posture, through the growth in your faith through the fire in your spirit to help them turn to him. You're not doing this for you. I know nobody in this room is doing this just for their name. Nobody in this room is doing this just for their name. You're doing it because maybe it's people you know, maybe it's people you don't even know. Because some of us have been called to serve people we don't even know, but it's because we have a heart for the gift God has given us. And we want to serve it with excellence. So I want to encourage y'all tonight, that where you are right now is not based upon a mistake you made. Where you are right now is not contingent upon who you know other than Jesus. Because <laughs> He gonna, God is so good that he will put your name on the mind of somebody else and they'll reach out to you. So what I will say is for all of us, that path looks different. But one thing that is the same is his promise. One thing that is the same is the God that we serve. One thing that is the same is the fire of the Holy Spirit and the anointing each of us have according to our gifts and according to the capacity God has called us to solve. 
to I said to solve. Hey, he got problems for y'all to solve too. But what I meant to say that God has called you to serve. Be encouraged. Like, and I keep saying be encouraged because I'm speaking to myself, y'all. Like I'm really speaking to myself and I'm so grateful for this opportunity that y'all give me to, to let what I'm fighting be in agreement with, with what you're fighting because we are warriors, y'all. We are warriors. I know many times they say like church is a hospital for the broken. I've made a decision to shift my mind and say church is a battleground for the real soldiers, <laughs> like for real. And yes, we 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 are broken. We are of flesh. We are human. Yes, we are. But if you cling to that title too much, you forget that you have been called to fight and not fight on your own fight by the power of the Holy Spirit. You forget that you have been called to cast down demons. If you have the breath in your body and the ability of your tongue. You have been called to cast out spirits. Y'all recently Malcolm and I have been laying hands on our oldest son, James every single day and rebuking the spirit of disobedience of temper tantrums of outbursts of just like outrageous emotions and situations but we've also asked god to convict us when we have situations where we throw tantrums can i keep it 100 i had a whole tantrum with god this morning and malcolm kept kept, kept asking me like what's wrong because my tantrum is silence he like, yo, my wife ain't saying, she's not saying anything. <laughs> like, this is not normal. And I was throwing a tantrum with God. There are some things going on in the background of, of my life that I'm not happy about. But I have to remind myself that just like my marriage to my husband, my marriage to Jesus is about holiness, not happiness. That's why God guarantees us joy. He doesn't guarantee us happiness. Because he's like, I know what I'm calling you to do. You won't always be happy even in the gifts I've given you. You won't always be happy. Even in the things that you like on most days, there are parts of that gift that you won't like on most days. But I'm not calling you to always be happy with the assignment. I'm calling you to be holy, to represent me, to be transformed in your own walk. Even those that he's using to encourage others. I need to transform you so you really represent me in public and in private. That's just the God we serve. So before we pray... I want to open this floor up for prayer requests because this is a space where we're letting it be known who we believe is answering our prayers. We're letting it be known to other prayer warriors because there are many women and men in this room that have the gift of speaking in tongue and heavenly language, that have the gift of interceding for others, that have the gift of encouraging, that have the gift of teaching. And so we need to let it be known what we're asking God to do or what praise report we have. There are some great things that have happened. So right now, raise your hand if you have a testimony or a praise report so that we can let the people know that the Lord been lit and he's been doing a great work. Now let's get into this prayer. God, God, God. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so thankful that tonight, tonight we are setting our heart on the promise and the fact that you know. Jesus, you know everything. You know what has been tearing us down. You know what has been building us up. You know what has been replacing time that we should spend with you. You know what we need before we open our mouths. You know how much we want you and we need you. You know, Lord God, the desires we have, but we haven't asked out of our own thoughts or our own doubts. Please forgive us, Father, 
forever thinking there was anything that could come between our relationship with you. Please forgive us, Lord God, for looking forward so much on what we see with our natural sight that we forget that we walk by faith and not by sight. So what we see has nothing to do with who you are or what will be, but everything to do with it working out for our good. I thank you so much for this opportunity on this Saturday, okay? To trust in your plans, to come to you, to seek you, to desire you, Lord God, and to just be bold about who we believe is still on the throne. No matter what we hear on the news, no matter what we see on social media, no matter what this pandemic has shown us, we believe that you are still in control and everything is working out for our good. Thank you so much for being a God that never gives up on us. Even when we doubt ourselves, Lord God, I'm thankful your word tells us that in our weakness, your grace is sufficient. I'm thankful your word tells us that we are a masterpiece. We are a royal priesthood, Lord God, that we are chosen and called. It's not by coincidence that in this room, Lord God, you have children, Father, that have just worried themselves to the point where they don't even know if they should worship you. It's not by coincidence that you told them to be in this room tonight. And it is by your power that you were igniting a fresh new fire inside of each and every one of us. So we can declare and decree who we are in Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. It's not about our season or our circumstance, but it's about our savior. You are glorious and you are good, Father. Lord, I, we want to uplift Ebony, Lord God, and the blessing you've placed in her womb. We thank you for every mother that's in this room right now that is carrying life that you saw fit to trust them with, Father. I pray that every question they have, they give to you, Lord God, and believe that you are guiding them. I pray they give themselves grace through the process of parenting. And even for those that haven't birthed kids, but they have to care for siblings or take care of their parents or their family members, Lord God. I pray that we never feel like this is something you called us to do without you. Please, Lord God, let your angels cap, camp around Ebony, Lord God, and give her the strength that she needs and the supernatural power she needs to deliver the life that you've trusted her with. We thank you in advance for amazing health, Lord God, for a praise report through the process, Lord God, and for your power and your anointing in a whole new way, Lord God. Father God, we thank you so much for Amber and for her perseverance and for her acknowledgement, Lord God, her engineers for their acknowledgement of just to be proud of themselves. It is a lie that we cannot be grateful and proud of who you allow us to be. For we know that it's not rooted in ego because we acknowledge that without you, none of this will be possible. But it is necessary for us to celebrate who we are in you because we are royal. Help us to remember the crowns on our head, Lord God. Even when our circumstance don't look like a palace, it looked like a ghetto. We are still royal and we going through it. But it's for your glory. It's so that when we look back, we can help somebody else and not judge them on this situation. Because everybody that's struggling, it's not because they did something wrong or they don't have something. Many times it's simply because you've made a decision to prune us and prepare us for the prosperity you've promised us. Bars, let's go. I thank you so much for everything you've trusted Tanika to do, Lord God. And for every writer that's in this room, I pray they be encouraged by her testimony that you don't have to have a, a English degree. Sis got a biology degree. You don't have to have this, this whole plan already written out and known for us to see the reality of what we desired as long as we walk with you and let you lead us through the path. 
I pray you continue to give her favor, Lord God. I pray you present to her opportunities so that the blessing of this book can just encourage so many of our black babies, Lord God. And even beyond our black babies, we want kids that aren't black to see black characters and get excited about those stories too, Lord Jesus. I thank you so much for my sister that you've provided opportunities in a new city, Lord God. And we thank you for the wisdom, Lord God, that you've given Jamila, Lord God. And we thank you so much for the strength that she has for her assignment, Lord God. And we thank you so much for Janice and her consistency with working out. This body you've given us, this temple you've given each and every one of us, Father God. We are to be good stewards of. So whether we need to follow Bless the Body on YouTube, okay, we need to get on a treadmill and walk it out while we listening to our praise and worship music or a bomb sermon, Lord God. We need to do whatever is necessary to make sure we are honoring our temples, Lord God, that we are doing what's necessary to remain healthy, putting the Doritos down, doing whatever we need to do so that we can have healthy bodies that we feel amazing in. And we like what we see when we look at ourselves, Lord, not for anybody else's approval, but so in our own body, in our own temple, we can see the masterpiece that you intended us all to be in our own unique ways, Lord God. I thank you for your goodness, for your favor, for your glory. And we ask that on this day, your will be done and miracles be experienced in ways we can't even begin to ask, think, or imagine in the mighty name of Jesus we pray amen we didn't got prayed up we didn't got plugged in first of all we just got lit for the lord anybody else just feeling brand brand new right now okay getting lit getting turned getting everything in between god has so much for you all he asks you to do is give him some faith and some excitement, okay, to see it through. So I just pray that this touched you, this blessed you, this has got you in a whole new focus on who you are and what God is calling you to do. You can get more of the Lit for the Lord prayers on the podcast and the mobile app. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with somebody else that need to get Lit for the Lord. And let's keep it up, y'all. We've been doing this, staying disciplined, staying hungry, and staying at the Lord's feet. Hey, reach out, send your prayer requests, send your praise reports, and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and through the mobile app. We love you over here, y'all. Stay plugged in.